Today on Media Litter Sandwich. We're at Troma Dance Detroit and we're talking to filmmakers. We're talking to sort of a clerk's movie group and we're talking to flit rats making YouTube videos, uh, horror and have blood all over them. They had some interesting stories there. And hey. the old stripper. Yeah, yeah, an old stripper documentary. Yeah. Welcome to Media Layer Sandwich, where media creators talk about the world around creating media. So that includes entrepreneurship, that includes filmmaking, that includes why we're at a film festival today. We, Mark, where are we? Oh, we're at Troma Dance Detroit. Right, I'm Toden from Toden.com, and of course, Media Letters Sandwich from MediaLettersSandwich.com. With me is Mark from CrazyMark.com. And today, well, we have several people we want to interview, some people who actually have movies playing today, and we were not expecting a stage, so this is actually really, really cool. Um, first thank you, Ann Hall. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Ann Hall. Thank you, Troma Dance Detroit and Terrence. Uh, we had an episode with Terrence, probably came, came out about a month ago, month and a half ago, or at least when this is coming out. It would have been like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and of course, we're on most people's favorite podcasts, and we also air on DV Radio, Dysfunctional Veterans Radio. That's right, veterans like us uh, for some reason. Uh, so we actually air every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on DVRadio.net, where we are in the chat room where we talk to a bunch of our veteran buddies. So uh, anyone that comes up here, if you are a veteran, please say something. I will not ask you about anything about your service. We just like to know that way our veteran listeners know that we pay attention to them because they're awesome. Um, and also, I do, also do a little veteran uh, podcast called Dysfunctional Discussions sometimes. <laughs> yeah, disgruntled discussions. Yeah, you got to watch out. They open up there like a bunch of drunk sailors and snowflakes will melt. Sure. All right, so let's go open this up to our first uh, interview. Buy, sell, trade. Go ahead, come on up. Uh, you could do whatever you need to do to this microphone. And our awesome audio guy will uh, could uh, uh, change some things up if he needs to, or if he needs me to change yeah, something, just, just yell this at me. Film. Yeah, buy, sell, trade here. Yeah, in, go uh, ahead and, and move it if you need to move it. Dance, man. We can get close like a duet. All right, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, hi, my name is Brandon Giles. And I'm Corey Hearns. And uh, we're the co-directors of Buy, Sell, Trade, which just played about 15 feet away. So if you missed it, you didn't put a lot of effort into seeing it because it is 15 feet that way. I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah. So thank you for having us on here. This is, this is great. So, um, by, so those that didn't see it, um, I thing that came to my mind, best way to describe it was Clerks. Oh, it's, um, it's Clerks. <laughs> yeah, we, it's, it's Clerks 3. It's, yeah, the Clerks, it's Clerks 3. It, it's the Clerks that we were promised but never got. Right. Yeah. No, um, yeah, so I, uh, Clerks had a huge impact on me when I was younger, just like kind of everybody yeah. our age, kind of. Um, and so I was trying to throw together uh, a script idea for um, something that you can actually shoot, because there's always a whole bunch of great ideas for films, but you don't have the means to shoot them. So uh, comedy, it's cheap. Um, clerks was cheap, so let's make clerks, but let's do it in a video game store, and let's just kind of put our spin on it, and that's what we did. So let me let me ask you, were you shooting at this like a fan film? No, it's not not so much a fan film. I think if it was more of a fan film, we would have had two actors play Jay and Silent Bob and just completely <laughs> acknowledged it. 
This was more uh, like we acknowledged it, and like um, there's a scene where we like the milkmaid scene where I looked directly at the camera it was just us saying, "Yep, this is this is what we're doing." But no, it was it was our first film. Like this is one of our, um, and I, we're really proud of it. I really liked it. I hated it. Don't see it. You should have stayed 15 feet away from it. Okay, so you filmed at a uh, like a buy sell trade video game store, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yep. How'd you get that location, or is or was it something else? And you just dressed it up. No, uh, that's the location we filmed during store hours. Yep, um, we filmed during. Brandon actually. Will I take a step up to the microphone? Yeah, I, are, are you hearing them, Brad? What? Okay. <laughs> Uh, we met in that store one night, actually, and that's where we ended up filming the movie. We're friends with the owner, and he just let us film during store hours. And yeah, which was annoying. <laughs> that was really annoying. Cause that's could... crazy. They let you film during store hours. Was it busy? Eh, it was kind of kind of busy. Sometimes you'd just be like in a take, and you're trying to do something. Next thing you know, beep, 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 and you're just like, oh, it's a customer. And they're just like, you guys work here? And we're just like, for the, no. <laughs> I, what are you looking for? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, because I once filmed in a storage facility and that was open at the time, which is a fantastic place you ever need a set. You know, if you could, if you could just get several storage lockers, because um, you could have a, a set in each one if they're oh, big yeah. enough. And so we're filming like a zombie apocalyptic thing there, and there's people came up that weren't very happy we were there, and they actually end up punching the manager of the place. Um, they were, uh, and they also got the weirdest call from corporate, or no, corporate called because they said they got the weirdest complaint they ever got because there were monsters and people with guns running around. <laughs> Dude, I was about ready to ask you there, you know, for your location, if it was yeah. in Midland, because it looks exactly <laughs> like a place in Rose City that's a combination video store, tanning salon. Oh, really? Yeah. That is just somebody throwing a Hail Mary for a small business plan. That's somebody going, oh, God, we're not selling any, we're not selling, can we swear or no? Can we get swear? a tan, you, you know? can. Okay. Oh, There's hell just, yeah. Okay, I, I should have clarified that before I was about to, but yeah, Hail Mary for sure. Yeah. Right. I hope it works right. out for him. But yeah, in, 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 in Midland then, right? Yeah, in Midland, yep. Did you go outside of Midland for any shoots? Uh, no. Shots? Any no, that was all within Midland, just like Brandon's dad's house, uh, his neighbor's house, the video game store, and that's about all the spots. Yeah. And you acted in it as well. Yeah, we... How, how was that? Were you, are you director, writer, what? Yeah, so I co-directed and co-wrote it. And, okay. And um, I wasn't going to be in it, but we had an... Uh, we didn't a falling have, out. We had a falling out is the best okay. way to put it. The kid that we got to play Carl in it, um, who we originally casted in it. He wasn't funny. He wasn't funny. Carl wasn't oh, funny. He wasn't funny. Sick of your shit, Carl. Yeah. We're There's always nice. a Carl. Yeah, so we, we watched the dailies, and uh, I was just like, we can't show our parents this. This isn't, we, this is oh, not. Oh, so you actually filmed with Carl. Yeah, day yeah. and a half. Yeah. We, okay. His, his name wasn't Carl. The character who, I, I played Carl in it, and he was going to play Oh, I don't care. I'm character. calling this guy Carl. Yeah. He was a Carl. His name should be Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question here for you. Oh, during all your shooting, where, what were your biggest screw-ups? I mean, the things that really set you back and made you want to go out. Casting Carl was oh. the biggest screw-up that we had. No, uh, actually it was. I think yeah. miscasting that was really bad because we lost three days of shooting because we shot for three days with him. Okay. So, right wow. On. Yeah. So. That yeah. Make, all that makeup footage, man, that really drives up the budget. I mean... I mean, four <laughs> okay, let's talk about the budget. I want to know. Four or three digit budget. 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 Two digit? 
The budget was the pizza we ate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. We, we bought See, that's cool. It's fun and bagels. It. Yeah. And bagels. Okay. And yeah. those eggs we stole from your dad's fridge. Yeah. Those cost something. Yeah. So well, why was it black and white? Because you're shooting digital. The reason Clerks was black and white because they used film. Uh, we shot black and white because if you're ever in Rotor Games in Midland, um, their walls are bright neon green and bright neon blue. <laughs> so... So Bug. you could have a ton of chroma key, and it would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or you could have gone for the Pee Wee Playhouse motif. Yeah, ex <laughs> and, well, I don't know. <laughs> See, I, uh, well, uh, he doesn't have an answer no more. No, it's <laughs> really just another nod to clerics. Like really just right. another, yeah, we're just like, fuck it, go all in. You're like, we don't in. know how to white balance, so this will help offset that. White balancing neon green is still neon green. No matter how yeah. well you white balance it, it's still that's a bright ass wall. I, to look at. I used to film a podcast. Meter. I used to film a cop uh, podcast in a room that had pe Pepno Bismol pink walls. Oh my God. Could not white balance. You will be red, no doubt about it. Right. So yeah. Um, <laughs> any other issues that we had with it? Uh. No, not really. We casted the extras because they were shopping there. And <laughs> did you make them sign anything, or did they know they're on camera? No. Oh, yeah, we just acknowledged. Well, actually, uh, at the end of the milkmaid scene take, a uh, kid walked in, and that was an actual customer walking into the store, and he came in at the perfect time because the take was over anyway. Uh -huh. And then we forgot to ask him, and he was driving away, and we ran up to his car, and he's just like, Jesus, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, roll down your window. And he's just like, what? And I'm just like, well, uh, we're shooting a movie, and you kind of, you didn't really ruin it. You're can you want to be in it? And he's just like, I just walked in. And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And he rolled up his window and he drove away. <laughs> the only Get away from me. He's just, like, I, he's just like, I don't have any money. What did do you, did you have signs on the doors? No. Okay. No. That was the deal. Like, he still had to have the store open for right. it. Right. Yeah. Oh, he didn't want to turn anybody away. Exactly. Right. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which worked out completely, like I said, because, like, the regulars that would come in here, they'd be like, you guys shooting a movie or something? And we're like... Yeah, you want to be in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> we need people right now. So, so are you going to be getting any independent distribution on this? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, why well, are you I offering? Would love that. I'd love that. Oh, oh, so that'd be don't amazing. You know, oh, yeah. How are you distributing it right now? Are you uh, selling it? Well, are you giving we're away? Just, we, we're going to be in Threadbare Festival in Charlotte next weekend, and then hopefully he'll back for more festivals over the summer and then maybe self-releasing. Okay, okay, so this right isn't now. coming out next weekend. Um, I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there a website where you're putting up other screenings and stuff? Well, uh, there's three websites to check out. Um, there's uh, Crummy Media on Facebook. There's the Buy, Sell, Trade Facebook page, um, which is facebook.com backslash buy, sell, trade movie. Oh, that's another hang-up. You want to hear? This is really funny. Oh, if you name, oh, if you name, comes. if you name your movie "Buy Sell Trade" and you make a <laughs> Facebook page called "Buy Sell oh, Trade," oh. you are. I got, I got 17 messages from Karen in Georgia who has a mattress she's trying to get rid of, and I'm like, Karen, Karen, this is a movie, and she's just like, but it's a, it comes with a box spring, and I'm like, no, it's an independent film, Karen. Like, are, are there any stains on it? But how clean is the box spring? <laughs> how huh? clean is it? Yeah. So that iPad. Like, I, are we talking? California King or right? There's differences. <laughs> Step up your game, Karen. If you ever see this. All right. Does anyone have any questions for these two? This is your Q and A for their movie. Yes. <laughs> was this idea was it at all like autobiographical? Like, it, it's, it's was this was this movie at all biographical? How was it influenced? Is that your question? Yeah. All right. Well, um, 
I guess I worked in a video game store for about a year, and Brandon's the one who wrote it, which is kind of funny, because, like, but then I, like, threw in, like, ideas and stuff, and then, like, Calvin, the owner of the store, threw in ideas, and, like, true life experience of working in that environment helped flesh out the storyline and, like, the script, like, they're just having a conversation, like, why aren't you checking DVDs while you're doing sketches? Sketches. <laughs> why don't you actually work? Right. <laughs> and, uh, no, no my, my parents aren't, well, they're kind of annoying, but my parents are not mean or horrible people. So, like, my dad watched this Well, they're twice. kind of annoying. Because like, I'm totally shooting this on their Facebook. Yeah, do it. Um, tag me in it. No, uh, no, they, my dad asked me every single time he sees this, he's just like, why is the dad such a dick? And I'm just like, because if he's a nice guy, he'd just help him. You know what I mean? There's no drop. Like, there's no. Yeah. There's no it's not about my dad. It's the character's, it's the character's dad. dad. Man, it sounds like a lot of problems and issues behind the scenes. Did you, like, uh, take time to booze up any or anything like that, you know? I was super sick during the filming of this. So, the cough syrup scene where he drops it, I was actually drinking that cough syrup, like, to get healthy. Because my. I was, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, super sick during that. And All right. The pint of Captain Morgan I drank one night after shooting. Right on, right on. All right, I saw a couple more questions. Go ahead. What is it? Foam core. Foam core? Uh, that, that was a comment. Foam core makes great white balance cards. And it does, absolutely. Uh, an, another thing I, I bring is uh, a full like, like white uh, a sheet. That way, if you have the white balance on a stage and, you know, and your camera is all the way in the back, you can make it big as you need. But you know, yeah, white balancing. Or Why didn't we think of that? Or he's wearing a white shirt. You know, just turn around and get a shirt. Yeah, shot. but if yeah. you're but but if you're shooting like a graduation or something, or like I used to shoot for for uh, uh, drama classes oh, and like stuff, or I used to also shoot for a Miss America pageant, but not the actual Miss America. But yeah, okay. that's what we used to use. We used to use blankets. That way, we can make it as small or as big as we need it. Right. But foam core, absolutely yes. If you uh, I saw it. one more question. Oh, go ahead, sir. How long was the process from writing it from per perception to uh, uh, to edited, done, stick fork at me? Oh, uh, the writing was probably uh, that was just me. Just my fiance was just like, you gotta just write something. And I'm like, all right. And so like I started writing something, and then every once in a while I'd just be like, oh shit. And I'm like, I'm only on page 30. What the? F are you kidding? And then I'd go and I'd be writing my ass off, and then I'd go. Page 32, are you serious? So the writing, I think, took the longest for me. That took like uh, probably a week and a half of just like trying. Oh, it took writing. me so long. It took a week and a half. Wait, right, wait, wait. yeah. See, that's the question, another one. How do you get past your writer's block? Uh, well, um, I got a serious case of writer's block right now, but. Usually people, what, the, the, the thing I hear the most of is people work on something else and they usually have three or four projects they, they yeah. juggle with. Which we have a project that we're gonna be working on here soon. A new that one. I've been writing since 2009. Now he's got real writer's block. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh. finished now. Like, that movie coming out. <laughs> next year, hopefully. I mean, yeah, next year. Come back to Troma Dance next year. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need some booze. No, but uh, filming took, to go back to your question, filming took like uh, a week uh, and a half, probably, what, like nine, ten days? Yeah. Nine, ten days of, uh, what is that Maybe term? Less. It's principal photography is what yeah. they say. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then the editing, he spent hours and hours and hours. How many hours do you think, roughly? I lost count. Lost count of the hours, so. Okay. Yeah, so it took, I'd probably say the whole process with like writing and everything else, like a month. Okay, and shooting was a week and editing was? Probably two weeks. Probably like two, three 
So that's really fast. You got all done in about three months, yeah, pretty that's much. Good yeah, for an yeah. That's that's pretty yeah. good. That's not yeah, bad. That's good. Yeah. 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 All right. One more time. Where can people find Crummy Media? At? Yeah, Crummy Media. Uh, go ahead. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, be the best. And just search for Crummy Media on there. Yep. Just search for Crummy Media. Um, and like I said, Buy, Sell, Trade has a page on Facebook. So Yeah, if you search for Crummy Media on YouTube, uh, let me know how that click hole um, yeah, holds yeah, up. That's very true. That's very yeah, Crummy true. Media on Instagram, too. Yeah, I don't know if it is. Is All it right. on Instagram? I don't yeah. know. All right, fantastic. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you, guys, If so you much. have any more questions, grab them, I'm sure. Thank you. Okay, now we have a very interesting documentary uh, that's going to be playing today. Let's bring these, this gentleman and... Your, your mother, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, my, my name's uh, Jack Truman. Uh, I'm the director of the documentary film, The Old Stripper. Uh, the what? Old Stripper? The Old Stripper. So everyone what? getting what? up and stripper? leaving, they're now turning around. Sex? We're talking about sex, people. No, we're talking about an old stripper. So and I'm the wanna... old stripper. All right. Hey, sex. I'm featured in the film, The Old Stripper, Opal Daughtry. stick around for sex And talk. actually, we, uh, our film's going to be starting like in about 10 minutes or so over here. But, uh, but yeah, actually, we uh, made a feature film oh, documentary man. about this. And it's having its world premiere uh, next week at a film festival in Des Moines. Okay. And so what I did was I made a, a nine-minute short film version to right. help promote the feature. And this one in about 10 minutes, this is the world premiere of the short. So. Oh, wow. Because oh, usually when people man. make a short version, it's usually to you know try to get money for the feature length. Right. right. So you already have the feature length done. Yes, yes. So but, I, it, it took about, uh, well, the process was, uh, it took me several years. Uh, like you were saying, uh, Opal here, uh, she's my mother. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a burlesque dancer for over 20 years back in the 70s and 80s. Wow. And uh, as a child, I grew up in that environment. So this has been a passion project of mine for some time to uh, travel the country, visit her old dancing cities from yesterday. Oh, wow. Sweet. And uh, we visited all 48 states coast to coast and interviewed dancers, uh, young and old, in every state. Now, and, burlesque uh, is such an art that goes way back when, and it's a respected form as well. I've seen the burlesque dancers here in Detroit every now and again. They've got the new- Including today. But yeah, the new stuff coming up and everything, the young, the young kids, the young, was it the young girls mm -hmm. bringing on the, their talents to the old guard and everything. Now, what got you started into burlesque? What got me started was um, I had to raise my two kids by myself and um, I didn't get any child support. And so I was working three jobs. And so um, that's, that's basically how I got into it. And... Uh, I just got uh, inducted into the Burlesque Hall of Fame in Las Vegas also. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh yeah. just, just this last week. Yeah. Actually, it was uh, out of desperation. My factory job, I, that was the babysitter's check, you know, so I, <laughs> I wanted to keep, I wanted to raise my kids at least till they were 18 to take care of themselves, and, uh, and I liked it. And so I, I worked at it for 20, 20 years, so I liked it too. So I'm, I, and I've... And they want to book me in different places now since we've been to uh, different clubs and stuff. Did, did, so I'm going to get back into it. Do you ever go to burlesque dancing today and see if there's any kind of difference or like? Yeah, actually, uh, when we were filming this movie, uh, we uh, were invited to uh, different places to watch the burlesque dancing today. And it's 
It's night and day. It's as, <laughs> as far as how it used to be. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? We have reactions on film. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, today they do like four to six minutes. They get up there and dance around a little bit, do a little thing, and then take their top off. Back when I was dancing, we did 15 to 20 minutes show. Wow. Ours was a show, and, but all theirs together is a show. But each, we did like, there was like four dancers a night, and uh, each one was 15 to 20 now, minutes Now, my question least. would be here, how, how many costumes would you change through during one evening during one was well, several performances how many costumes did you have usually four okay. four different costumes uh-huh yeah so it was four shows of 20 minutes a piece pretty much yeah, 15 to 20 minutes mm -hmm. wow yeah what a it was workout. like the old gypsy rose lee day you know we come oh, up with the feathers yeah. the gowns and uh -huh. like yep. that yeah it wasn't just to get up there and dance around and take your top off and now, I'm curious, were there any film producers way back when who happened to catch you in your performances? No. Uh -huh. no? Oh. no. So how were you able to put that in the documentary if you didn't have any? Well, uh, what I did was I, uh, I traveled around and I uh, interviewed uh, these different dancers. Right. And then some of the clubs we were invited to, I was able to... Uh, film parts of performances and things like that to interweave in the documentary. Okay. So, but it's a, uh, it's, uh, this has been like a passion project of mine because, I mean, that's what I come from. It's my roots. I, I grew up around nudity and pornography, yeah. so. Uh, but but yeah. how weird was it? Because at one point you were on, you had been on a search for pictures or some sort of film or something. How, like, like. How did that go? Asking, hey, do you have any pictures of my mom doing like danceless dancing or like no, anything? No, actually, I don't actually, want to see these pictures. I'd rather see these pictures. Like, no, actually, I have. Uh, we have pictures from back in the '60s, '70s, '80s when awesome. she danced. Okay. And then uh, for for us, it was uh, we traveled around the country as mother and son visiting these places. Excellent. So uh, with her as the main subject. Now, so, have, have you all ever traveled outside the country, like performed in France or anywhere in Europe? Or I, the only place I ever traveled out of the country was in Newfoundland, province of Canada. Okay. I could have, but I didn't want to be for, wait for my kids that long. Because and he I'm, didn't need yeah. pictures of me because he'd see me on stage when okay. he was little. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, like when I was in grade school, six, seven years old, I would be backstage with the other dancers, and I'd be able to see her off in the distance uh, doing her show. But I'd be on the floor uh, in the dressing room playing board games like Monopoly, checkers, things oh, like that. Oh, how about that? With Let's other play dancers. some Candyland in the background. Yeah, they, they, were, they were nude. I mean, that's what I grew up around. I never thought anything about it. So, uh, Mark, you, yeah. uh, um, do you want to share anything about you being a child of uh, a performer? Well, yeah, I remember way back when performing with, uh, was it, in front of the RSO crowds or whatever it was. And like being real small, I met Carl Ballantyne, the old comedian. USO, I, I believe. Yeah, USO. Yeah. And also, I believe it was Mama Cass picked me up and gave me a great big fat hug. Yeah. You know, a long time ago, I was like, real little kid. You know, I traveled over in Europe, and the whole thing about burlesque and nudity is not so demonized. So it's like accepted as main yeah. mainstream. Whereas over here in America, it's become so demonized, yeah. so like taboo, like, ooh, yeah. we, we saw a nipple, ooh my gosh. That's, so how, how do you handle some locations where you go to where they're so offstandish or uh, legalistic or dogmatic or whatever? Well, different states I went to had different laws. Most of them we could go nude, completely nude. 
But every once in a while, you go to a state where you had to wear pasties. But today, the girls, they all wear pasties that we went to. But wow. There was different rules, like some you could take off the G-string, some you couldn't. You couldn't show any hair, and, and some you could. It's just different rules for different states. And different rules for back in the, in the 70s yeah. than, than so today. So we just went by the rules, unless they wanted to test the law, and then we got busted and tested the law. Mm. <laughs> now, yeah. A lot of burlesque dancers had a trademark maneuver or show item that they yeah, used. Mine was, I was known as the upside-down girl because I did, uh, did yoga. I incorporated yoga into my act, and... I did a headstand, so I was branded the upside-down girl. That's what I went by. Oh, mm -hmm. sweet. <laughs> so a lot of fitness in there, too. It isn't just going up there and like, hey, boys and girls. It's, you're actually working out. You're, you're yeah, and we had to be. Today, uh, they do what they call celebrate all bodies types. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're overweight, uh, you have tattoos. Back then, we couldn't have tattoos. We couldn't have tan lines. If you gained a little bit of weight, you didn't work. And no. so it's, it's completely different now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be rude or anything, but I'm, I'm going to ask you, around what area is your age? Around what? I'm 72 years old. You're an inspiration to a lot of younger girls. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I've got a lot of young ladies out there. Like, I hope I'm as nimble as she is when I'm at 72. Yeah, we, we've oh, got to head to our show. Okay, um, let's grab a question or two before. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Why did you quit? Oh, the only reason oh, when I did quit, you quit? When? I quit when I was 44 years old. I was still dancing, but I thought, well, I need to get something for my future because back then, 40 was old. And so I got a job being a long-distance telephone operator. And uh, I was glad I did because right then is when the lap dancing was starting and everything, and the kind of dancing I did was going out of style. And that was late 70s, early uh, 80s? The late 80s. Late 80s, late 80s okay. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. Um, any any other questions before they have to run? Go ahead. No, actually, it's... Uh, uh, it, where is your documentary available at? Uh, right now, uh, we're uh, keeping everything updated through our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Facebook and just do a search for The Old Stripper, you'll go right to it. Uh, you, are you sure? Did you try this when searching? Because I'm afraid what else will come up. No, it, it comes right up. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but no, next week is the world premiere of the feature okay. at the uh, Interrobang Film Festival in Des Moines. Okay, and, then, and that already happened by this time this comes out, but... Okay, but, but yeah, after, uh, after that, we're just starting it on the film festival circuit. So uh, we're, uh, this summer, it's going to be playing around a handful of festivals, but this fall's uh, lining up to be pretty crazy. Okay, so. and, and you're going to keep that, keep that updated and make sure yes. you actually have events posted and shared on your page. That way people can just click that event tab great. and get all the information right from the horse's mouth from that event if That'd you be great. share it as your own. I'm going to go there and look, and if it isn't up, I'm going to complain. All right, we got one more question. Are you guys locally? Oh, it's a good. You one. danced in Detroit. I danced in Detroit. I danced uh, a theater downtown. I don't remember the Wood name Six. of it. Well, you guys then don't I live here. I heard you guys Six traveled on... a little bit to get here. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we came here from from Missouri. From, from Missouri. Missouri, Southwest Missouri. Yeah, so uh, about a 700 mile jaunt. So you yeah. so you drove from Missouri for this film festival? Yes. Yes. That. Uh, very our, glad because you, it's our premiere. <laughs> very glad you guys came. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Yo, stripper! 
Okay, and there goes our, the rest of the audience. All right. <laughs> hey, it's hard to compete against the old strip. Oh, yeah, we, we, we can't compete. The, the, we, we're not even going to pretend that we're competing. So, <laughs> Thank you. So speaking of we can't compete, we can't compete with some of the some of the shows on DV Radio. There are so many good shows on there. They got Struggle Brothers, PTS Dog, uh, Disgruntled Discussions, uh, um, Contraband, uh, and of course their flagship show, Barracks Talk, which I which I listen to every live every Saturday night. Yeah, you gotta get hip with that because Toden's on there, and you can ask him any question you want to. Sometimes I'm I'm on there, but I'm on the chat though. Oh man, that their chat you were. You just yeah, yeah, joined the, the chat for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, at first I was going like, duh, I'm a real troglodyte at technology. But I got on. It was fun. Yeah, what's really cool is not only um, on Tuesday night to 7 p.m. Eastern, you know, listen to our show and talk to us. Like, even if you already listened to that episode, uh, you can talk to us and re-listen. And we never know what we're talking about in the chat room. It, it's a whole different world. And it's really cool. Just, just that interaction there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sending it's the email thing, but it's a chat, <laughs> and it's fun, and spontaneous. All right, so, um, I, so yeah, big thank you to Troma Dance Detroit. Big thank you for for them for getting us here. Thank you for to Ghostlight letting us use their stage. Yeah. I mean, we came in here. We were expecting like a little tiny table, and that's what they were gonna give us at first. And then we were like, well, we don't know what we're going to do. We walked back to the bar and like, hey, you could use the stage. Like, sweet. So big thanks to the sound guy. Big thanks to everyone here. Yeah, Gary. Yep. Um, uh, you know, tip your waitresses, you know, all, all, all the people watching the old stripper. Buy lots of happy burgers. <laughs> Never thought you'd hear that sentence in your life. No. I'm sorry. You lost your audience to the old stripper. It happens. <laughs> no, actually it doesn't. <laughs> There's no shame. It's actually kind of almost a bragging thing. That That's awesome. <laughs> I'm curious. What are you curious about? The old stripper. <laughs> what was okay. your film? Uh, we did Bloody Sunday. Bloody okay. Sunday. Would you like to talk about it for a minute? Yes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, come on up. All right, Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday. We got a microphone right here. There you go. We're in Ah. They don't want to trip. Hey, we just had an old stripper, 70 years old, jump up from that side. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I got bad knees, dude. I'm, I'm old and I'm shitty. So you can't do All right, so go, go ahead and introduce yourselves here uh, and your movie. My name is uh, Cody LaRue, and I wrote and directed uh, Bloody Sunday. And this is... I'm Keith, music, and I uh, played Baby Brother. Okay. Did that movie already play today? Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah okay. it was a 20-minute short. Was that the one with the, uh, what is it? Was it? Which one was it? It was, uh, it was about a killer ice cream uh, man. Oh, and, that uh, was playing when oh, we walked in. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yes. so, okay, so I'm a big fan of Pete and Pete. And yeah. <laughs> I noticed that you might have get a little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we bought, so I, I bought that van we used for the ice cream truck, which was just horrible, like, 80, like 89, 40 Conaline van. No and then we painted it. Horrible again. <laughs> it. It is beautiful. I mean, okay, it was, we, we painted it, and yeah, I did Mr. Tasty from The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And actually, the first one who brought it up who, like, 
who noticed it. So I think that's, that's pretty sweet. And then that thing, we finished filming the movie, and that sat outside of my house for eight, nice. eight months. And the neighbors, I think, did not like it. Yeah, we, uh, we, had a, um, we had some people at our house one night for a Halloween party, and we got stuck in the front yard. And uh, that was really great, because we just had people driving down the street and staring at it. And that was great. <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, how much repair work on the truck did you have to do? None. Yeah, actually, None. I, I bought it for 800 bucks, and I bought it in Grand Rapids, and we live in Flint. Uh, shameless plug to Flint Rat Films, that's our, our YouTube. So, so we had to drive back to, uh, to Flint, and it drove great. The thing was awesome. I didn't want to get rid of it, but it was painted like a real creepy ice cream truck. And nice. Creepy well, quick, trucks. Quick side time. story. Really quick side story. I love uh, uh, Midwest Haunters Convention, and uh, last time I went there was like two years ago, and one of the ice cream trucks for their, for their truck thing that came up for a big zombie walk, big Columbus zombie walk, uh, was Twisted Ice Cream, which modeled their ice cream truck after the, the video game. What video game is that? Um, Twisted, Twisted Metal? Metal. Twisted Metal. Yeah, sweet and juice. there was, now keep in mind, the zombie walk is with a haunters convention for haunted house actors and such. And there was an actor that came dressed as the clown, knew nothing about the truck. The truck knew nothing about him. We saw it, we we're like, get in there. The employees were like, get in there. And we heard the owner flipped his lid and cursed that he couldn't be there. But but they took pieces of my video and used it for, uh, apparently they're asking if they use it for, for promotion. I don't know if they ever did, but just quick side story, you never know what's gonna happen. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I think at that point that dude should own the hey, truck. Hey, wait a minute, yeah. what, what inspired you to make Bloody Sunday? You know, I, I don't know where, where Dylan is, who's my producer, but we basically, we, we wanted to do a short and we were just like trying to think of like, what would be a cool killer? And then we're like, oh, kill Ice Cream Man. And then people were like, oh, that's been done. Which I didn't know. There's a movie apparently with uh, Ron Howard's brother, uh, Clint. Oh, Clint I Howard. love Clint Howard. He's in everything anyways. But yeah, yeah, Clint Howard's amazing. He did a movie where he's a kill Ice Man. I still haven't seen it, but I was like, whatever, I don't care. He's in everything. That doesn't right. narrow it down. Yeah, so we, so we, I still didn't watch. I did purposely didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to accidentally steal anything from it. So, yeah. But we just thought it'd be a cool idea to see the guy in the classic Ice Cream Man costume uh, murdering people, and um, yeah. So we, we, uh, we, you know, we, we just. Uh, so that's pretty much the base. I, I, I walked in in the middle of it, so I only didn't see everything. I did see kind of like a, uh, what seemed to be like a family and friends around a picnic table. Yeah, yeah so like a lot of it is essentially. I, 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 it's it's pretty heavily an homage to like '80s like slashers and everything. Like Texas that. Chainsaw Massacre, especially the end yeah. scene, is a very uh, definitely an homage to that. Yeah. Uh. Now, who was wearing the mask and the? Okay, so and it's like get get for mother. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Man, baby was, he's baby brother yeah. in it. So he's the at the end. It's kind of alluded to that they've been driving around the country like doing this over and over again now, to different people. Yeah, your special effects. What what were you using for the basis of your special effects? The so blood and stuff. it depends. You know the scene. So when we did the squibs or the blood sprayed out, uh, a buddy of mine who actually uh, you guys were in there later in the saw later in the film, but he's. Mm -hmm. uh, He's, he was one of the actors in it too, but he created the the blood. You know, basically he bought an air compressor and had all these tubes and nice. it was a nightmare to film because that last scene was we shot it one night because we weren't paying anybody, so we're like, give us one night. It was from seven at night till three in the or four in the morning, and it's like two in the morning and we're trying to load up the squib to do the part where the cop gets shot and he ended up right. like unloading the whole squib just on me and I'm holding the camera and I was so pissed off. Oh man. Uh, Did anybody get on the camera? Uh, yeah, but it was okay. But I was just—it was more just like all of us were just at our wits' end at that point because we were so tired. But it ended up turning out actually—I I ended up liking that scene. Uh, now quite that's a bit. actually a little dangerous having squibs going off, especially when you're all tired. Did you have someone like supervising this? 
No. No adults. <laughs> We've never had anybody supervising any of our special effects ever. We're just always throwing yeah. caution to the wind. And that was at least, uh, it was a pneumatic squib, so it was air. Usually I'm just like, I'll just tape a bunch of firecrackers to myself with some. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some Pyro gore. Yeah, Please say you got a video of you taping the firecrackers on you. Do you have one on YouTube from when you were like 13 years old? I, I should post it. I have one from when I was in like uh, 11th grade and I was trying to do a squib and I tape. I just I put some blood in my uh, uh, under my shirt and I just dropped a pack of firecrackers into my breast pocket and lit it and I almost like blew off my nipple. We want uh, more pyro gore. <laughs> But it was a cool scene. It looked good, except that you can see I'm like visibly like horrified that my nipple might be gone. <laughs> ah, you won't miss it. It's still there. It's yeah. it's still totally connected. You checked. Yeah. It doesn't serve a function anyways. I, I could I could stand to lose a nipple. I, I keep checking on it. <laughs> yeah, as long as it wasn't down the torso, you're good. <laughs> okay, and this was filmed in Flint. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All basically all around uh, uh, Flint. Yeah. Wow, Flint has so much stuff going on. So were you just at, or was it coming up, the, the Flint horror movie? That, that just happened, right? The, uh, the that actually, they, they, they do their, that's like later in the year. So okay, we didn't get that one done. Yeah, we didn't get that one done in time to submit okay. it last year. And then, so we're going to submit it this year. Okay. Okay. I know they just did another horror movie screening yeah. of some stuff like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did a showing. Uh, yeah. we did, like, what was a little it? Jeff Swerden? Just oh, yeah, I know about, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff's a good guy. Yeah, they're going to be doing a Flint Fall Fest coming up in, uh, I believe, in October. Yeah. So just get in touch with Randy Zimmerman. You never Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm friends with There's, like, two, so many of these people because there's not, you know. We're throwing these names like, and you already know them. I don't, so but here's still. the thing is I don't even, like, know them. It's, like, people I'm like, oh, I'm friends with that guy on Facebook. And I've never, ta I've never jo talked just, to Jeff in person. It's just people we... A lot of the time, people we get drunk with a, a bar. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give you guys some, because uh, I just some shameless promotion here. I give All you guys right. some stickers so you can uh, Google us and check us out. Just Google Flint Rat Films and you'll be able to find. Okay, the, uh, say it one more time. Flint, Flint Rat check Films. Okay, see, I'm yeah. Downriver Rat, so. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm from Downriver, but yeah, yeah. no. Uh, so you can Flint if you rats. find you, we've got we've got the full feature length on uh, on you. Well, it's not a feature length. We've got the full cut of it, which was a couple minutes longer mm -hmm. than the one in here that we had to cut shorter to get under 20 minutes, but. Uh, uh, it's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing on there. And oh, fantastic! Sweet. One more time, give a website, give the number one website or Facebook or YouTube, wherever you want people to go. If you, it's it, it's just YouTube.com/slash/FlintRat. But if you search FlintRat Films, you'll find our Facebook, our YouTube, Twitter. Um, that we don't update. We update Facebook, and we, we try to keep on top of it. But yeah, you'll okay. be able to find it all if you just Google FlintRat. Sir, you're looking really intently. Do you have any questions for them? He's actually our editor, so. Okay, oh. so, <laughs> all right, editor. so you have, this is your opportunity. Get up here. Come here, come here. Yeah, come up, come up. Oh, and he's got a rat tattoo, that's yes. awesome. The editor I, I, does I, I, all the I work. I do have a rat tattoo, it was done Monday. Wait, was, so you just. All hail the yeah. editor, the editor does all Whatever. the work. All right, I guess uh, that, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, You've seen that before. <laughs> yeah, it, it echoes like this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in, yeah, you know, I met these guys about, What's you your know name? what, say your name again. Oh. Hey, I'm Ethan, and I am one of the two editors for Flint Rat oh. Films. Uh, I actually didn't do the editing for Bloody Sunday, but I was really, oh, visual effects, so. visual effects, but oh, I was, still. I was jealous that I can edit the whole thing, but Dominique demanded to edit it. <laughs> wow. And you have a rat tattoo now. Is yep. this? Uh, Bradley, can we get a close-up of this, or? Here we go. Yeah, it, it is a rat tattoo. I got it done Monday, uh, uh -huh. so it's still fresh and right now getting to the point where it's starting to get super itchy. 
Uh, and that's no. and that's four Flint Rat films, or you're like, it, well, it kind of like it was more four because like when I met, am I back yeah. in focus? Uh, I got it uh, because I met these guys. Okay, like, my life got like significantly better, and I actually got the job that I have now making commercials through them. Right so on, talk I about just Sweet. got it as a reminder of like, hey, your life's better. And it was because of Aww. So you used your work with them to help get you paying gigs. Yeah, pretty much. I, uh, I think that's the end result that we all look for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except I'm the only one that's gotten a paying gig <laughs> from it. So. Oh, <laughs> got paid rent. Oh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Uh, Keith doesn't like me. Tourist, yeah, Keith doesn't really like me. He's never liked me. And <laughs> I think he doesn't want me to be around. Okay, so let's go over roles. You're, you, you were, well... You're an editor, but you didn't quite edit. You didn't edit this one. You were visual, visual effects, and you wrote it. Yeah, directed it. You wrote and directed it, and sir, so you acted and. Uh, I acted in this one. I did. Um, use the microphone that way. We, yeah. that way, future um, people can hear. I, uh, I acted in this one. Um, in some of the other productions we've done, I've acted in those as well, and then I've done some like sound design and music work on some of the other things we've done. Okay, and I really commend you for being within the audience and not ask the most asinine questions, because <laughs> I've done that during Q and A portions. Well, I know everything. I know everything about them, so I don't need to ask okay. questions about them. So, how many movies together have you guys worked on? So, uh, we also have a series that we do called Regular Dudes. That was for a while our probably our main focus. We've done three, four episodes of that. Um, I, I, I think four. Um, yeah, we've done three or four episodes of that. We've done a whole host of shorts. This is probably the biggest project that we've seen through to completion. Um, and since then, we've kind of backed off working on some smaller projects until we can kind of find the next thing that we're working on. But, you know, we're always trying to do stuff. You know, we've probably been doing this for two or three years now. And, um, you know, it's something we just kind of try to stay at as consistently as we can. More pyro gore. Actually, I've, uh, I bought a thing of tannerite. You guys know what tannerite is? It's like that explosive you buy that's like, uh, uh, it, it, you can get it at gun shops. It's like this powder, and the only way to detonate it is you have to shoot it with like a high-velocity round. We were trying to film a movie years ago, and Blasting I just... Blasting caps work, too. Yeah, well, this is supposed to be like, um, it's supposed to be really stable because... Primer it, cord also works. Primer, see, yeah, well, this is supposed I, to be... I, I'm, I'm just... I, Marine Corps, that's how I know these. That's <laughs> I, I was friends with some EOD guys. That's how I know. And blues. Well, I, so basically I have a bucket of this stuff, and I really want to blow something up with it. But, like, I've really been wanting to make a movie to blow up a car in forever. Like, I was like, the original plan was we bought this van, and we're like, we're going to film this movie, and then we'll repaint it, and we'll film one more movie, and we're going to blow it up. But I just loved the van too much that I was like, <laughs> I, I can't blow it up. I, I grew too emotionally attached to it, so I ended up selling it. So what did you blow up instead? Nothing. I still have this bucket of Tannerite. So if you guys have any ideas on what to blow up, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I don't know, but let us know when you do. Yeah. Well, I thought you were just going to say lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bad... Let's blow Use up a, a bunch of lettuce. <laughs> it, it wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I know is you might want some supervision for that one. Yeah. Well, that's uh, partially I like what you've it. done in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we did it. I, I was like very... I really wanted to, but then I just started thinking, of like, what happens when the door flies off the van and cuts Keith in half? Um, That's going to be tight. <laughs> and if you don't have a fucking camera on me when I get cut in half, 
I'm gonna be so mad. Hey, red makes green. Hey, hey, hey! You should be dressed as Darth Maul when that happens. Yeah, I mean that's good. Um, I don't, I don't want to pander too much, you know. <laughs> I just want to point out, Dylan did, uh, put his shoulder out of socket getting out of that van. That's true. Yeah, that okay. van had hurt some people. And that was on film, so we, I have wow. video of that happening. Ow! Uh, it happens all the time to him, though. I guess. Yeah. Now, yeah, that just happened in a pool one time. He just, he okay. just hurts himself all the time. How do you put yourself back into place? I mean, was it just like yanking some more or what? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he does, and it's a horrifying thing to watch. There we go. There we go. Bang! Do you have more questions? No, none. All right, all right uh, any, any questions from the audience? Uh, all you guys, mostly everything you guys film is horror and comedy, I take it? Yeah. Yep. All right, any, any questions for these uh, flint rats? Okay. Resigning though. <laughs> hey, thank you for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. it. Um, I will look you guys up. You can find us at MediaLittersandwich.com. Feel free to grab some of our literature or whatever cards. Yeah, thank you, Danny. All right. All right. W one more time. Thank you to Trauma Dance Detroit. Thank you to Planet Ant. Thank you to Ghostlight. Thank you to all everyone that came out and was hanging out. And thank you all those. Um, Thank you to Turtle Trinkets that can come out today, but uh, there are normal sponsors, so if you guys ever want, uh, maybe you want to get some manual pins made and uh, you need someone to hook you up or to connect you with people, reach out to Turtle Trinkets or uh, they have, oh man, maybe someone's looking for some pop culture stuff for their kids and don't want to pay the outrageous prices at uh, Walmart. Maybe you want to go check out Turtle Trinkets. If you see something you like on their Facebook page, uh, just go ahead and hit up uh, Dave, and maybe you can reach something, reach to a thing. But last time, thank you to our uh, sound guy. Gary! <laughs> Gareth, I believe. Garrett. Garrett. Darren. Darren. Why did I think start with a G? It's all right. It's cool. It's a cool-sounding name. <laughs> Darren. All right. Darren, Gary, Gareth, all three of them up there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, Darren, I really appreciate it. Uh, Mark, do you have anything last? Man, you, like you were saying, you know, if you want to get all these links and everything, you go check out Media Litter Sandwich and our Facebook page. If you link yeah. up, we about, will put in our show notes. We'll put yeah. um, all our interviews um, uh, websites in the in the show notes. And there's the a link up through the site too, also at MediaLitterSandwich.com. So you go there for all your delicious sandwich things and wants and desires. And of course, where can they find your website and your uh, and your TV show and everything? Crazymark.com. And you can find more about me at Toten.com. Uh, and of course, uh, we for our cameraman, big thank you to Third Hand B14, which streams on Mixer. And I don't care what else you stream. I'm obsessed with with um, Sea of Thieves. So you have to play more Sea of Thieves. What what what's the game that you're currently playing? The Conan game? Yeah, no, Ark. Ark. You're still playing Ark? Yeah. Okay, you're playing with dinosaurs, though, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. And may, may the, the algorithms, algorithms be in your, your favor. favor.